guys, it's Sunray, and welcome back to the My So-Called Thoughts podcast. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? I wish I could hear your response, <laughs> but I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm your host, Sunray, and I'm a wife, mama, and musician. If this is your first time listening, uh, this is a podcast exactly how it sounds. <laughs> Super honest, my so-called thoughts, the things I'm thinking about, things that we deal with in everyday life, things in society, things that we all go through, things that we're all healing from, that we're dealing with, all that type of stuff. We talk about it here. Um, if you, you know, if this is your first time, please be sure to check out some prior episodes. Uh, go ahead and support a little bit. But um, And if you were curious of where you can stream the podcast, if you're streaming it on one platform but want to do it on the other, podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and YouTube. And you can also follow the Instagram page, which is at my so-called thoughts pod. Again, at my so-called thoughts pod. And there I post different updates. Um, new episodes go live every Thursday at 3 p.m. I will say, though, this is going to be uh, one of the last few episodes of season one. Oh, I can't believe it. I just can't believe that we're at episode 17. I've been going strong um, posting every week, um, except for Thanksgiving, just because that's on a Thursday, post on Thursday, and that was a holiday week. Uh, but the plan is is to go into the end of the year and then more than likely we'll be taking a little break before season two and coming back in the spring. We'll be giving more information on the upcoming podcast. We'll share that on the Instagram page. Be sure to subscribe, um, leave a comment, like, a review, and all that on your platform of choice. And thank you so much again for tuning in. So today I want to talk about, and I really hope you can't hear this, but like, of course, someone's mowing the lawn. Someone's mowing the lawn. Someone's always doing something. It's like there's birds. Someone's, all right, all righty. We're just going to take a quick pause. And we're back. <laughs> I had to pause because it was just too loud. And of course, there's always going on. But anyway, I want to talk about friendships, breakups, relationships, all that today. Going to be sharing some of the things that I've gone through, some of the things that people very close to me have gone through. I'm, of course, not going to share too many details because of privacy reasons. And also just want to preface that I'm, I don't want to focus on the people. I never want to do that. But I more so want to focus on like the experience, um, you know, what happened, what took place, how we learned from it, how a lot of us go through the same things. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. You know, I, it's crazy because, you know, I mentioned before on this podcast, you know, I feel like as humans, we are wired for community. Like we were, we were never meant to be alone. And, you know, we need friendships, we need relationships. And we all go through different things within, you know, friendships and relationships, you know, and I also just think it's really interesting how, you know, like, it's crazy how there could be so much happiness and joy that comes from relationships, that including friendships. Um, but also like a lot of pain and anguish. And I just find that interesting how, you know, we strive for love so much. And sometimes, you know, that love is so good for us, or sometimes it's not good for us. And, you know, we deal with broken relationships, or we have flourishing relationships, and we just all kind of go through different things in life, and it all impacts who we are. So I know that that's like really obvious. But sometimes I, sometimes I think about like, obvious statements, things that are like super obvious. But then I'm also like, well, hold on a second, like really think about that statement and like really internalize it. So um, let's start off, you know, talk about relationships. Um, 
I will say I have not been in many. Um, just going to be totally honest there. Um, I had my first boyfriend when I was in a freshman in high school. Like I've talked to guys, but as far as like actual relationships, I've only had one in high school and then my now husband. Um, I've talked to other guys. It just never got to the point where like we actually like committed to a relationship and like exclusively decided to be together. Um, but my first, I, you know, I had a, my first boyfriend was in high school. Um, and he was two years younger than me and we did went to different schools, um, and such. And, you know, it's crazy because this is so random, but I want, have you, have you heard of that song? I don't, I can't remember how it goes, but it's like, you know, why did I believe in Disney or something like that? Look at it. it, it someone made it and it, it like went viral on like TikTok and stuff. And I don't know why right now I can't think of the freaking lyrics. I'll have to think of, I'll have to go like listen to it. Um, after <laughs> recording this podcast, but, um, I just remember like being young and like wanting a boyfriend. It's crazy how like we would see all this stuff on like the Disney channel and Nickelodeon, like all these networks that we will watch, you know, as you know, we were young or, you know, we were in high school or just whatever. And, you know, there was always like a romance going on. There was, if a guy was a main character, he always was trying to get the girl. And I just wonder how many of us were like impacted by those movies and impacted by those TV shows to the point where like we wanted relationships and we didn't even understand them. Like, you know, when I hear, you know, people saying that they were like 12 years old and had their first boyfriend, like I, at the time I remember being 12 and being like, oh my gosh, like I would love to have a boyfriend, but I didn't even know what I was talking about. And then I look back as it as an adult and it's like, what is a 12 year old doing in a relationship? You know what I mean? And it's just crazy how like, you know, even though we didn't have as much sen like social media back then, you know, how we like desired like, and I, I know that not every young girl wanted this, but obviously a lot of young girls and a lot of um, different girls at my school, and I'm only just speaking for girls because I can't speak for the guys, like, they wanted, like, boyfriends. And even, yeah, even the boys, you know, they wanted girlfriends. And I just find it interesting how we were so young, and it's like, what were, like, what did that even mean, like, having a boyfriend at, like, 13? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course you liked each other and everything, but it's like... You, you ain't got no job. You ain't got no <laughs> I don't know why I'm going down this rabbit hole, but you know what I'm saying. I just find it interesting. Go listen to that song. It's like, I like, why did I believe in Disney or something like that? I, I, I cannot think of it. It's going to drive me crazy, but I'll look it up later. But anyway, I got my first boyfriend in high school. And, you know, I feel like around that age, you know, like I said, we desire that boyfriend and we're so young. We just don't think about like what comes with that, you know, and you know, I, I've seen this happen, as, you know, as an adult, too. I've seen people desire to have a relationship. They want the camaraderie. They don't want to be alone. They want the romance, all of that. But, you know, I feel like sometimes, and, you know, this happened to me, you know, we don't think about the full picture, and we don't look beyond the surface. You know, with my first boyfriend, he liked me, and I liked him, you know, and um, I guess <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, you know, looking back, I see that it was more so like surface level, like it was almost like infatuation, infatuation. I can never say that word. Um, and it's really, which is super common amongst teenagers, you know, obviously, you know, I was 15 when we started dating and, you know, you want to know the truth. Like the truth is, is that we just, we did not really know anything. We didn't know enough about each other. That's just the reality. And, you know, 
again, this happens with like adults too. I see it all the time. And I think that that's where, you know, it went wrong. And I've, and again, I've seen this happen with, you know, other relationships, like friends and different people I know that are in relationships. They just don't know the person enough. And what ends up happening is that because you don't know the person enough and they don't know you enough, you end up having these expectations, right? You end up having these expectations and you are expecting the other person to be a certain way, whether it's the way you want them to be or the way that you'd like them to be or the way, you know, that you want to see them or, you know, just the way that you want them to be. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you end up not getting that because we're, you're putting, it's like you're putting someone in a box and that's, that's kind of what happened with us. You know, the, the first six months were great. Honestly, I look back and I was like, Oh man, the first six months were awesome. We had so much fun. We had the young, like puppy love stage, you know, and then after that, like stuff just started getting weird. You know, he, again, he started to have like weird expectations of me like of who I was and who I was to be to him and for him and how the relationship should like go. And, you know, it's no secret. I've said it before on like other podcasts. I probably shouldn't have, but whatever I already said, it's already out there. (laughs) Um, I doubt he'll ever hear this, but you know, the relationship got really toxic. Um, I'm not going to crap on him because we were kids and, you know, and at the end of the day, we all learn. And, you know, I hope he's doing well in life. I truly do. Um, I learned a lot from that relationship, so it is what it is. But, you know, needless to say, he wasn't who I thought he was. And who he really was eventually came out. And I eventually, over time, got tired of it. And we ended things. And we were together for almost two years. And it's crazy to think about. And you may wonder, like, okay, that was just a stupid little high school relationship. And I, I, I want I bring it up because you know I feel like we all go through different like relationships in life. We go through that like kind of like first love or whatever. I don't even know if I could say that's my first love. And then we go through this, we go through that. Um, again, it's one of the only relationships that I've you know been in. But the reason why I bring it up is because I've even again I've seen this happen. You know, with adults, again, we have those improper expectations of one another. You know, we don't know the person. We don't take the time. We get selfish. So we just want them to be who we want them to be. And then when that doesn't happen, we get upset. That's how fights break out. That's even how cheating can start developing because they're not who you want them to be. So then you start looking for that outside of the relationship and all that type of stuff. And then you just end up hurting each other. You know, I've seen adults that are single, you know, they get lonely, rightfully so, because being adult can be very lonely because you're busy. You know, you have all this stuff different going on, work, school, whatever you have going on. Maybe you have a child, but you're a single parent um, or whatever, and you want a relationship. So then what you end up doing is you just settle for anyone that could just entertain you, whether you're doing it, you know, for the sexual relations or you're doing it, you know, for just to have somebody around, um, and it, it just may not even be somebody that you're, like, you're actually compatible with. And again, you just want that camaraderie. And then things just don't end up working out. Hearts get broken. And, you know, it just doesn't work out because of that. And I think that the truth is, is that finding somebody that you're compatible with is key. You know, and, you know, low-key, when it, thinking back to that relationship, a lot of the toxicity came from his end. And again, I just think that, both we were both young we were so immature 
And yes, I mentioned this on other podcasts. There was like a lot of verbal abuse and emotional abuse and manipulation and stuff. Um, I expected him to be something. He expected me to be something. And we just were not on the same page. Um, and, you know, I've seen this happen with a lot, of, a lot of young girls, too. Like, I felt like I had to be with him, that he was my only option. And it's really sad that, like, at that young age, I felt like that. Um, and I think that that's why I stayed in it. But even adults go through this, too. They'll be with somebody for three years, and they'll go through different hardships in the relationship, and they feel like they have to stay with that person. And the truth is, is that you don't. Like, if you don't love that person and you guys are not working, then you're better off just separating um, so that you can be with people that are, you know, be with somebody that is right for you. And again, you know, that's the only other relationship that I've had. And because two years after we broke up, um, I started dating my um, now husband. And, you know, I was single throughout those two years. Um, but, you know, I will say, although I needed to get out of that relationship and it wasn't right, um, you know, getting over the breakup was hard. You know, because the truth is, again, you know, we as humans, you know, we desire community and we desire love. And he was the only boy at the time that I'd ever been in a relationship with. And although, like, most of the time I feel like I, I, feel like I wasn't treated right, um, after we broke up, I was alone. And I was by myself and I had to kind of heal from some of the toxicity that took place in the relationship and I know a lot of people like go through this. Like I just remember, I don't think it was until a year after because, you know, right after we broke up with, we broke up, I, of course, I did not want to get back with him by any means, but I had to kind of get past what I experienced. And I felt like I was kind of in this box for so long that once I broke out of the box, I was just kind of like, I didn't go crazy, but like, I just like, it's like, I wanted to, you know what I mean? I didn't, but, um, you know, again, we were too young to be thinking of marriage, but like I thought that I was going to marry this guy. So imagine at that young age, not understanding and stuff. I thought that I had to stick it out and then I wasn't with him. So it's like, OK, what does my future hold? And obviously when we broke up, I had just turned 17. So at this point, I'm starting to think about college and I'm thinking about all this other stuff, you know. But, you know, the biggest advice that I can give to anyone is that you know if you are in a weird or toxic relationship although you may be happy that it's over like please take the time to heal like I didn't and it ended up biting me in the butt and it wasn't until a year later I was able to sit down and like process the emotions that I experienced and like really healed from it and I feel like I could have went through my healing a lot sooner if I just wasn't you know like trying to I don't want to say like the word like rebellious because that's such a weird word. But like, again, like I was in such a box in that relationship that I just wanted to be myself and like explore, like learning about myself so bad that by the time, you know, I like realized I was like, oh, shoot, like I actually need to heal from this relationship. Like, it's OK. You know what I mean? I was like trying to be liberated and stuff. You know, um, you know. We broke up and essentially all I wanted to do was be everything that he didn't want me to be. And I've seen this happen and, you know, they talk about it all the time. Like girls will cut our hair and stuff and we'll dye our hair, which I did, I think. Did I? Yes, I did cut my hair. <laughs> I cut my bangs when we um, when we broke up and stuff. 
and you know it's how ha- it it happens and I wanted to hang out with different friends and all that and I fed my brain so much distraction and I think that we tend to do that and I think that, that that's good I think that when you do like deal with a breakup that it's good to distract yourself but not like where you're taking away from the healing process. Like if something that makes you happy when you feel alone is watching your favorite TV show or calling up a friend or doing a hobby, I think that that's a good distraction. But like I was like distracting myself to where I didn't want to process the feelings. I didn't want to think about him. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do any of that. And I think that's why it took me a longer time to heal because of that, because I didn't want to think about him. I didn't want to process the emotion. I was just like, no, 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 no. But I think that, again, if, the, if there's any advice I could give, like, please take the time to heal. You won't regret it. Obviously, eventually I got past it and I moved on. Um, two years later, well, actually, that same year I met my now husband. We just were friends. And, um, you know, continuing on the relationship side, um, you know, a Two years later, we started dating. Um, he had gotten out of a relationship. And two years, and we pretty much what ended up happening with him and I is that we were hanging out so much and not like one on one. We weren't dating, but we were like in a friend group and we just spent so much time together. And I, I don't care what anybody says, this is just my opinion. If you have a guy and a girl that are single and they're best friends, Odds are someone's going to catch feelings. That's just my opinion. And that's just pretty much what happened with us. Um, You know, we were just really, really close best friends. And there was nothing weird. Like, we never held hands. We, we We didn't do none of that stuff. Like, we were just, like, best friends. And, you know, we ended up just falling for each other, you know, just by, like, we because of our friendship. You know, so we started dating um, in 2013. And, you know, one thing I... And you know, I'm hoping one day in the future I can get my husband on here to talk, but, um, he's just always busy and stuff. But, you know, I, one of the things that we both pride our relationship in, like if you, if he was sitting right next to me right now and he, and you would ask us both, what is something that you pride about that you have pride about in your relationship or marriage? Um, I would definitely say transparency. And it's something that I am so thankful for. Like I said, I've only had one other like serious relationship. I've talked to other guys, but nothing ever like came about. But one thing that I pride myself in and I know he prides himself in and that has been the focal point of our relationship is transparency and of course communication, but really transparency and then communication we feel like falls under that. We are very, very transparent with each other about everything. I tell him everything. He tells me everything. We don't hide anything. Um, we don't hide our flaws. We don't hide our mistakes. We don't hide the, you know, our accomplishments, our achievements. We let it all out there. Sometimes it's not nice. Sometimes it's not the favorite thing to hear if something, you know, if there's a flaw, or sometimes it's not the most exciting thing if there was a, um, not like a, like a, a bad like mistake. I mean, just like oh, like I just drop the ball on this, da, 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 you know, but we have prided ourselves in having transparency in our relationship. And I truly believe that that is why, you know, like we are every day we like fall deeper in love with each other. And, you know, I think also having that friendship beforehand, if there's any advice I can give about a relationship, 
is if you can, I know it doesn't always happen this way, but if you can seek a friendship first, seek a friendship because what was awesome with us was that we were friends first and it wasn't like we, we became friends so that we can get into a relationship. No, like I said, we became friends in, in like 2011 and we started dating until 2013, two years later. So we were friends and, you know, um, I think having that friendship, you know, I feel like sometimes when we start dating somebody, we end up like you want to impress that other person or you don't share all of yourself because like, oh, I can't share that that messy part of myself. You know what I'm saying? Because you want them to like you and all that type of stuff. But because we were friends first, we didn't hide anything from each other. There was nothing weird going on behind the scenes that I didn't know about or he didn't know about or anything of that nature. So I that is like the one thing that I could say, like, if you could be friends first, be friends first, because we didn't have any those expectations again. There was nothing like that there. Um, so it's like by the time we got into a relationship, we already knew everything about each other. We already like loved each other because of the bond that we had developed. And then as you know, we got deeper into our relationship, we got engaged. Um, we got engaged in 2017. So it was three and a half years because it was the beginning of 2017. We started dating in the fall of 2013, three and a half later, three and a half years later, we got engaged. And then a year and a half after that, in May 2018, we got married. And now here we are at the end of 2022. And we are, you know, very happy and, and very in love. And we have our amazing uh, one-year-old son. And I wouldn't want to live my life with anyone else or do life with anyone else. And that's because he's my best friend. Like, obviously, I got my girlfriends and my, you know, my sisters and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, he was he was like when something would happen in my life he was the person that I wanted to run and tell and if I you know needed a shoulder to cry on he was the person that whose shoulder I wanted to cry on and vice versa so I think that that's so important I know of course different things happen you meet someone you go out on a date and you get into a relationship but I would truly advise to seek friendship first and strive for transparency because I just feel like what I love about that, and, and it really, it's not that it, not that it didn't come from me, but it really stemmed from my husband. He is just a, such an honest person. Like he just doesn't hide anything. He's just like, this is who I am. This is what you get. You know what I mean? What you see is what you get type of type of guy. And I love that because I'm just the type where I'm like, look, I'm the type. I know some women are different, but like, I would rather know everything and like be upset about it or be hurt by it and then we work it out than to be in the dark about like who you are now every guy has their guy things and their guy talk and stuff I don't need to know all that stuff that's guys such you know that's the guy stuff but just anything you know we always are honest with each other we always let each other know and I think that that's just crucial I, I strongly encourage you to strive for transparency and friendship um, in your in your relationship and in your marriage because at the end of the day a lot of couples love each other but they don't like each other you gotta like them you gotta want to hang out with them you gotta have stuff in common and I'm so happy that I'm and just super thankful to God that like I've found someone that I like because like I guess a lot of couples love each other but they don't like each other and that is so important so I just kind of want to briefly talk about us and that, that's pretty much our story it's really really simple um, nothing too convoluted there but 
I kind of want to dive into friendships now, just talk about a little couple of different friendships. I did talk about some friendships that I had on my The Truth About Being Introvert podcast, so go listen to it if you haven't. Um, but I kind of want to expand on some of the things I learned and stuff like that. I obviously have my three girlfriends, if you didn't know, that I've been friends with for like over a decade, um, and I talked about them, but I have had other friendships outside of them. So while I was in a relationship with that ex-boyfriend, and I was in high school, um, I had a group of girls that I was friends with from my school, and I kind of brought this up too in that podcast. There was a group of girls I was friends with, and I'm happy I had them because if I didn't, I would have been super lonely in school because I was introverted, and we were pretty tight. And once we got to high school, um, you know, they always say that when you get to high school, you may drift, either, you know, drift away from your friends, you get close or whatever. I kind of felt like that was going to happen because during eighth grade and after eighth grade, we started to like drift a little bit, like really, really slightly, like nothing that you could really tell. Um, you know, at the time, you know, I felt like it was inevitable, um, because I just feel like we were going through different things and we were going down, you know, they're just different life paths. And that was the facts. Um, but the truth is, is that um, and, you know, I, I haven't spoken to them since high school. I'm sure they won't ever hear this. But, you know, the truth is, is that we did drift apart, but it was because of my ex. Um, he convinced me to stop being friends with them for whatever dumb reason, and I listened because I wanted to please him. Here we go with those expectations again that I talked about. And, you know, it was really sad. And if there's anything I regret back in high school was losing those friendships. I think, again, we would have naturally drifted apart because one of them moved away and, um, like, moved out of state. And the other ones, I, 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 didn't, I never even had classes with them, so I would have never seen them, not, not like in middle school where we had classes together and stuff. Um, you know, and I, I think that naturally drifting apart from people is like supernatural in life, whether it's high school or even as an adult, like you'll have friendships that you just, that sometimes drift away, especially with being adult because we're so busy with all the different things of adulting and stuff. But I wish it would have happened more organically. And it did. Like, I never went up to them and said, yeah, I'm not friends with you anymore. Like, I just stopped putting an effort in the friendship. And therefore, it just ended up dissolving. But I wish it would have happened organically. Like, I wish it would have happened to where, like, we would have just not talked as much because we didn't see each other. And not because I wasn't putting effort in, if that makes any sense. Um don't ever, unless the friends are toxic, please don't let anyone convince you to stop being friends with your friends. That's definitely something I can say. Um, but at the end of the day, I wish them the best and um, I hope they're doing well in life. That's all I can say. But I just wanted to throw that in there because um, I think that as we go through different phases of life, we do drift from certain friendships and um, it's sad, but you know, if you can try to stay connected, if that's what you feel in your heart is the right thing, you know. Um, there is another friendship I want to talk about. And I really want to be careful with how much I mention here because too much information just wouldn't be good. Because I, I know that people that know me like listen to this sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, oh my god, like I need to censor it because I just don't want anybody like being like, ooh, that's that person. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I promise, like, I'm really not trying to be, like, um, you know, I, I, I never want to, like, talk negatively about people on my podcast. I, I like talking about, like, um, experiences and stuff like that. 
and you know what I learned from it and that's really the focal point um I would like I said I want to highlight the experience not the person but I had a friendship um and I I kind of mentioned this friendship like super brief on that you know the truth about being an introvert podcast um not gonna say which one but I did but um, make a long story short I was her friend but I don't think she was mine and I think I was her friend like only to satisfy or like meet whatever agenda like that she had going on and I feel like a lot of us again we have we sometimes get friendships like this and it's unfortunate and you know you may be like um you know why didn't you see it and how did you not know at the time I was 17 so like I wasn't you know I was almost an adult a legal adult at least um but I think I was just blind to it at the time or like you know I wasn't able the truth is at the time I wasn't able to really hang out with like my three besties because they all go to different schools they were all in different um activities and you know stuff like that they and they totally lived in like different areas so like when we all got busy with school it was really hard to see one another and I think this was actually like right after I broke up with my um ex so I was super lonely and I just wanted a friend um and that's another thing again that I feel like we all go through like sometimes we go through these like lonely um parts in our life and not only do we strive for friendships but we'll strive I mean we'll not only do we strive for relationships but we'll also want friendships so sometimes we end up getting around people or being friends with people that maybe we shouldn't be friends with or just not that are not the best for us or just don't have our best interests at heart um you know and well again we'll sometimes we just settle you know being taken advantage of um by someone you know for the friendship or you know will allow someone to use us in whatever way they see fit and I've even seen this happen to um you know the people closest to me um and pretty much you know what ended up happening with that friendship is that it just got there was always just some type of drama going on it wasn't ever my drama it was her drama and I just I was at a place in my life where again I realized I needed to start healing from my um, past relationship that I just didn't have the time or the mental capacity to kind of maintain mental space for somebody else's like shenanigans. So the friendship just ended up dissolving. And um, uh, but I uh, that one I did on purpose. though. <laughs> well, it wasn't on purpose. It was more so like we we keep going back and forth. And when I say like we were going back and forth, meaning like we were always having like these back and forth moments as friends, like we would be really tight. And then one day she wasn't talking to me and stuff like that. And in my head, I'm like, okay, clearly we are just not compatible. So maybe and we shouldn't be friends. I do think that I probably should have vocalized that. Um, but I didn't. Um, and you know, I, I think I probably could have said that and I probably could have been like, you know what, Hey, you know, I just don't think we should be friends, but I think the truth was is at the time I didn't know what was going to become of it. So it just ended up dissolving on its own, but I wish her the best and I hope that she's doing well in life. But again, I, like I wasn't wrong. I wasn't a bad person. She wasn't a bad person. I just don't think that we worked well together as friends and that can happen. Sometimes it's not even about like pointing the finger and somebody else being bad or you being good or they're good and you're bad. It's just, you're not compatible and that, um, 
lack of compatibility sometimes it's not just in relationships it happens in friendships too and that you guys just aren't clicking because either you just don't deal with life events the same you don't experience things the same you don't view things the same and I think that that's just what happened with us so I just kind of ended up letting it go but again I was 17 I was still young and immature so I, I didn't really have like you know just the ability to like be confrontational and just like to handle that properly so I didn't but again I wish you the best and you know it is what it is it was years ago so I'm not dwelling on it (laughs) um but again I want to bring up another um scenario um not to get too specific but someone very close to me had a friendship like the one that I mentioned where they kind of got taken advantage of a little bit um the friendship seemed super genuine but it was always kind of about like what this friend could get from you know, the person that's closest to me, um, just about what they could get from them and how they could benefit. And the person that's close to me, like they weren't benefiting really from like being friends with that other person. And they were always giving themselves to that person like 100%. It wasn't being reciprocated. Now, I'm not saying that you have to like get stuff from like friendships. That's not really the point I'm trying to make. What I'm also trying to say is that like friendships should be like your two flowers, like watering each other. And I think this goes for relationships too. You know, you should always be pouring into one another, lifting each other up, things of that nature, helping each other grow, investing in one another and all of that. And that's just what I personally believe. And I think it's so important because in life, you know, we need friendships and we need people to, you know, hold us, you know, hold us accountable. We need people to help us, um, you know, we need people to help us get through life and, you know, things of that nature. You know, because again, I've said this a million times, you know, we're not meant to be alone and we're not meant to be lonely, you know, going through this life. And, you know, I kind of got curious about like stats on like adults and like friendships. And I found that one fifth of adults like regularly or often feel lonely. Um, On average, people have about five close friends. Men tend to have more friends than women. So I found that, you know, quite interesting. Sometimes I just kind of like to, you know, dive into the stats a little bit and just see uh, what's there. But you know, I've talked about this before and I've, and I've talked about how, you know, I've struggled finding community and friendships as an adult. And, you know, you know, maybe it's just me, probably. I got, I talked about, you know, being an introvert, but, you know, it's hard connecting with people and, you know, desiring to want to connect with others when you're introverted. And again, go listen to that podcast. (laughs) But, you know, I find that as an adult now, you know, I'm desiring community more and more. And even though I'm introverted, you know, it, you know, especially like, let's talk about the pandemic really quick. The, the pandemic, like, isolated a lot of us, you know, obviously some of us were essential workers. So it was like, you go to work, but I just feel like the pandemic, you know, really took a hit on a lot of people and people were, you know, st- either stuck at home or they were essential workers. And that's all they did was go to the work, go to the grocery store, work and go straight home and stuff like that. So a lot of us, you know, became really isolated during that time. And, you know, Something else I want to bring up, too, that, you know, a lot of friendships end in breakups. And you heard what I mentioned about the the last one where I was, um, you know, friends with that one girl. We just weren't friends. We didn't have, like, an actual, like, breakup. Like, we never had that moment, like I said, where we kind of came to terms that we weren't the best at being friends. And that's on me because I should have told her. But I was obviously, I was 17. I was young. And I just, you know, whatever. But um, actually, I was 18 at the time. Met her when I was 17 and um, I was 18 when we stopped being friends. But, um, you know, friendship breakups can occur as well. And I feel like not a lot of people talk about this 
Because I feel like sometimes, you know, friendship breakups, they can actually hurt more than actual relationship breakups. I've seen a couple of people say this on Twitter, but for the most part, I feel like most people don't want to talk about this. And I feel like this is because, you know, with relationships, you know, oftentimes we leave a relationship. We break up because either you fall out of love, you stop liking the person or loving them. Um, you discover that you were right for each other. Or you guys don't see eye to eye on something or, or a lot of times someone hurts, you know, the other person um, and there's cheating or like something like that. But I feel with friendship breakups, I feel like a lot of times they end due to like a disagreement. And of course, like obviously I know that relationships can end because of disagreements, but I feel like with relationships, it's always like more intensified like when a breakup takes place. But then I feel like, you know, again, with friendship breakups, it's not because you don't care for one another. Because obviously a lot of times that happens with relationships. But it's not because you don't care for one another. It's just something is like not clicking or you have a disagreement or something. And, you know, of course, that's that like how I mentioned, that's what happened with that um, that one friend friendship that I had, you know, because I like I felt like I wasn't really her friend, although I felt like she was mine. And at the time, I remember like it had hurt me that we weren't friends anymore, although I, I knew that we shouldn't have been friends and we should have stopped being friends because, A, I felt lonely and it was at a time in my life again, like. I had just gotten out of a relationship when we became friends and I wasn't used to branching out and making friends. So when I finally did it backfired and stuff and, you know, because, you know, I had a lot of fun moments with her, with her and it was sad that it had to end. And then I also had to think, well, if she's my friend, but I'm not really hers, how is she viewing like these moments where like I'm having a blast? Like, is she really having fun or is this all a facade and stuff like that? So you know, of course, it is what it is. I'm not butthurt. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just kind of bringing it up how like we tend to go through this and, you know, how interesting it is. And I again, I've seen this happen with the person that I mentioned that's close to me, too, where they had that friendship where they were getting taken advantage of. When it came to that friendship, um, you know, they weren't getting what they needed from it, meaning like this person was kind of like sucking the life out of them. But they weren't getting anything back as far as like being help that person and that friend helping them grow and helping them move forward in life. And like that friendship, along with another one that was closely involved, ended up coming to an end. And it was all over a disagreement, all over like not seeing eye to eye. Years of friendship gone and down the drain all over like a disagreement. And I think that that's, that's why it hurts more when you lose a friend. Because a lot of the times, unlike a relationship, you have, which sometimes with relationships, this is obviously true, but a lot of times with a friendship, you have years under your belt. Years. So many memories, so many moments together, so much history, so much crying on each other's shoulders, so much laughing till you cry, all that type of stuff. And then there's, one, there's this one disagreement that happens and everything is just over with. And it's sad. But again, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. You know, but I, you know, I talk about this a lot on my podcast about how we go through seasons in life. I do believe also that we go through different seasons of life, seasons in life where we will have different friends. And you may have a friend that is just in your life for a season and then that season's over. And even if it ended, you know, maybe we should just be thankful for the good moments and what we can learn from it and move on. 
Now, obviously, that's easier said than done, but I think that that is kind of like just the best way that we, the best thing that we can do to come out of situations like that. And it isn't easy by any means. You know, but, you know, all in all, I feel like, you know, we as humans, you know, we're built for community and the best thing that we can do is strive for the best relationships and the friendships, you know, that will help us develop, help us grow and that we can invest in with one another. And I just think that it's so important that you look at the people around you, you know, look at your friendships and look at your relationships. You know, are you doing what you can to be the best friend or you know, the best significant other or partner or, you know, just whatever. Are you doing your part? Because I see a lot of times, too, with those expectations that I brought up earlier, a lot of times people, you know, they, they don't want to do their part in being a good friend or being a good and a good significant other, but they want the other person to do all the work and to, um, you know, feed them. And, and by feed them, I just mean like pouring into them and investing in them. But, you know, I think that is why, and this is kind of like a general statement, I'm always a big advocate by like, you know, when you're bettering yourself and, you know, it's so good to better yourself because then you'll better the people around you. And I kind of talked about this in last week's podcast a little bit, like, bettering ourselves for like our families and friends go listen to it do we live in a self-absorbed society go listen to it real quick but um you know I just think that it's so important to uh do your part in pouring into others and invest you know growing yourself so that you can be the best friend so that you can be the best um boyfriend girlfriend wife husband partner significant other you know whatever you are I just think that that is so important um and I think that Again, like when we do go through the hard times of breakups and stuff, whether it be a friendship breakup or relationship breakup, just taking that time again to heal ourselves so, you know, so that we can still be a blessing to the others that are in our lives, that are still in our lives, that is, um, since you, you know, of course may have separated from that other person. But um, I know that uh, it's a little shorter than my normal episodes, but um, I just kind of wanted to dive in and talk about, you know, some of the things that I've been thinking about when it comes to relationships and friendships and breakups and how I think that there is a such thing as a friendship breakup um, along with a relationship breakup. And I just kind of wanted to share some of the things that I've been through. I know I haven't been in many like relationships, but I have been able to learn a lot along the way. And I know I've had a lot of different friendship situations Um but I feel like, again, I've been able to learn a lot. And I feel like, again, we all kind of tend to go through different things when it comes down to it and different. And although our experiences may be different, we tend to go through those similar situations. So I just kind of wanted to talk about it. But again, if you made it to the end of the podcast today, um, thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. Again, I hope you're doing well wherever you are. My prayer for you today is I just pray that um, when it comes to the relationships and friendships in your life, I pray that they are flourishing. And if you have some that may not be flourishing, I pray that you can navigate um, how to work through that, whether you need to reevaluate or, you know, just whatever you need to do to work through that. I pray that you can in Jesus name. <laughs> but again, podcast is available on Apple um, Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube and Anchor. Please subscribe, leave a like, a review, a comment on your platform of choice. And again, I just hope that you are doing well wherever you're wherever you are listening. And again, this is going to be one of the last episodes. We're going to finish out the year strong and then be back in the spring for season two. I'll be mentioning that and follow the Instagram page at my so-called thoughts pod for more information on that. Uh, but thank you so much. And this is Sunray. I'm out. Peace.